from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Wednesday, live from the Circus Sportsbook here on VEASAN. That is Sean King, Super Bowl champ, Tulane Green Wave greats. I'm Tim Murray, and let's head right away because we don't want to waste any time. He's just, his time is too valuable. Our next guest, it is Brad Evans at Noisy Cuevos on Twitter. The podcast, Fade the Noise, Bally Sports, as well as where you can check him at. Brad Always appreciate you jumping on, and man, props to the Illinois Fighting Illini cover town last uh, last Friday night. So that was uh, enjoyable. Uh, it was not enjoyable if you're a fan of that team and you're desperately hoping they secure a W, and yet you have a seven-point lead late into the fourth quarter, and you find a new creative way to squander it. Illinois football, catch the fever. <laughs> I've watched more Illinois football in the first four weeks of this season I think I've watched in the last five years. They've been in some unique spots. They yeah. had the Week Zero game. They had the Friday night game last week. So. What happens when you have big-time alums like Brad Evans? That's right. Brad Evans is oh, he's making it uh, making it important there. All right, let's get to let's get the Thursday night football. I know there's some prop plays that you like uh, on Thursday night with the Houston Texans taking on the Carolina Panthers right now. The Texans uh, at DraftKings, a 7.5-point favorite. Excuse me, the Texans, a 7.5-point dog. Um, let's jump to Christian McCaffrey. He is a yeah. uh, just a beast all around. You know, the market's starting to catch up, but I know there's something that you think is uh, a little gettable when it comes to Christian McCaffrey in the prop market. Yeah, it's his receiving yards line. Now, I, I grabbed it immediately. And, you know, some of you guys constantly preach here on Vincent. It's something I preach constantly on the Faith and Noise podcast and across my Sirius XM show. you got to get in early on these lines before they move and shift. And I certainly took advantage of CMC and the football factory. And, you know, the line that opened at 45.5 receiving yards on him uh, at DraftKings. It's now ballooned to 49 and a half. Some other books have it at 47 and a half. I still think you can get the over on this and uh, hang a 50 burger uh, on this Texans team. I mean, look at what McCaffrey has done this year. 89 yards against the Jets, uh, 65 yards against the Saints. He is a fixture and a guy that has commanded the second highest target share for any running back in the NFL. So, you know, it's probably another five, six catches. Uh, should be around a double nickel to 60 yards in the end. So, again, I still think there's some good value here because uh, we're going to need something to bet on in order to keep us entertained in this lousy game. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that is true. Uh, we have been we've been pretty spoiled so far with all of the primetime games and the island games. Now, week three 
Carolina, Houston. But all right, what about Davis Mills? Is there anything that jumps out at you? Davis Mills making his, uh, not his NFL debut. He made his debut last week when Tyrod got hurt, but making his first career start at home against Carolina. Anything with the rookie QB out of Stanford that you like? Yeah, man, I am way under on his longest reception or completion, I should say, 34 and a half. Uh, yards. I don't see how on earth uh, the odds makers came up with this. I pulled this one at DraftKings. It's still at minus 115. Uh, it's a little bit buried, so you got to do some searching to find it. Uh, but if you unearth it, it's a, a likely hidden gem. You know, I watched some of his tape. I watched him a little bit at Stanford. He's noodly armed. Uh, he is not a guy who likes to uncork very deep. Uh, he only had one pass attempt beyond 20 yards last week on 18 tries. He feels very comfortable operating at a dink and dunk uh, style that is short to intermediate field. He is unrefined. He is unpolished. And you're going to see nothing but double coverage on Brandon Cooks all night long with a Carolina Panthers defense, guys, that has been outstanding over the first couple of games. So, you know, Davis Mills, who had a 7.8 air yards per attempt mark with the Cardinal, uh, I think he's going to carry over that T-Rex style tomorrow night so i think at longest completion hell this is a 24 and a half i may still be under but it's at 34 and a half sean when you evaluate quarterbacks mm-hmm. do you ever classify their arms as noodly yeah he looks like a noodly arm quarterback i'm <laughs> still trying to figure out how he was selected in the third round Brad. <laughs> i don't know either man i got no idea it's amazing like how conversation can create interest after your college days are over yeah, he was one of those fast yeah. risers, guys. And I want to, I'm trying to remember where his props started at. I mean, here at Circa, he was in the hundreds. 150 yeah. that right. was where it started. Aaron Oster. Well, quick, quick on the, quick on the draw there, Aaron. Good job. Um, so, Brad, let's, uh, anything else when it comes to this game? Uh, let's stick with the Houston Texans. Eight point underdogs in most spots, seven and a half, I think, uh, at maybe a couple spots here in town. Uh, Mark Ingram's had a decent year so far. Brandon Cooks has actually played pretty well. So when you look at Houston, anything jumping out at you is before we close the door on Thursday Night Football. Oh, absolutely, gentlemen. Uh, I have like eight bets already locked and loaded for tomorrow night. Again, uh, I am insufferable and I need to be entertained. So uh, ultimately, you know, you look at this matchup. I think Mark Ingram, uh, his rush attempts prop is off. Uh, it's only at nine and a half. Now I got it at eight and a half when it opened. It was used to minus one forty-five for good reason. Uh, it is still juiced slightly to the over on the nine and a half rush attempts, but uh, he's going to get ball to the belly. It doesn't matter, you know, what the score is going to be uh, at the end of the first half. I, I think he's going to be, you know, really close to achieving the over uh, in the first two quarters of play because he is the centerpiece. Uh, of this offensive game plan on the ground. Yeah, he may get a little smattering here and there of David Johnson or Philip Lindsay, but, you know, Ingram went for, what, 26 rush attempts, so that was a blowout win against Jacksonville in week one. Even last week, uh, when Cleveland took control over the second half, Ingram still wound up with 14 rush attempts. So I think it'll be low double figures. I think nine and a half line is off, and I still think there's good value there. Uh, and I also like David Johnson on the over receiving yards. I got it at 16 and a half. Uh, I think it's a uh, 17 and a half at DraftKings. Uh, he's you know running uh, ample routes, and he is the primary pass catcher in this backfield. And when again you got a T Rex or newly armed quarterback, uh, he is going to look at that safety valve underneath, and it's going to be David Johnson. Got no Nico Collins, so you're going to spread out some of that target share absent due to the rookie's absence. And as a result, I think David Johnson will clear this total yet again. Remember, he went two catches, 22 yards last week. Talk once again to Brad Evans. Our good friend joins us in this spot each and every Wednesday. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Noisy Wavos, And he posts his plays. I love that about Brad. He puts his plays out there. Yeah. He's not going to hide them. If he loses, he takes it takes it like a man, which is the best part. I mean, we all lose. He doesn't lose. He wins no matter he what. He does win a lot. Well, yeah, he he's always a great guy. He's winning in life. Yeah. Winning in life. <laughs> I took one of his... Uh, you know, Brad, real quickly, I don't want to waste too much time because we got new hard outs, but uh, I took one of your prop bets. I was like, I got to find something. All right, Aaron Rodgers over two and a half touchdowns on Monday night. And that oh. little boop, pop pass, I was like, that's a pass. Oh. That, that's a pass. That counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, if it goes six inches forward, it, it could be six nanometers forward. It doesn't matter. If it's forward, it's a pass. And by the way, guys, uh, I did not win the gene pool 
uh, you know, draw out of the womb. So unfortunately, I have the athleticism of a sloth. <laughs> that's all right. But you have you have the brains and the wits of, of, of something that's good. I don't know what that would be. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, where you're reaching. Some, something there that, is his that energy, is his commitment to finding uh, Davis Mills under 34 and a half yards longest completion. I mean, that's what makes him Brad. Well, and and what <laughs> and what makes Brad so uh, so great is just how he he loves his teams like the Chicago Bears. Oh, yes, and he was yes. very very sad when my ginger brother Andy Dalton was he almost the boycotted quarter, He's gonna boycott the team. But guess what? QB1 is now wearing number one. That is Justin Fields. Uh, the floor is yours, Brad. Just how elated, excited are you as a Chicago Bear fan? Oh, my heart is still racing. It's going pitter-pat, gentlemen. Uh, it's been a day because uh, I found out the news right before I went on air of the Sirius XM show, and I, I just spoke from the heart. I was very emotional. Uh, I could not believe that uh, my wildest dreams were coming true this early in the season. And, you know, I, I want Andy Dalton to get back and healthy, uh, but I also want Matt Nagy to pull his head out of the posterior and just commit to Justin Fields for the rest of the season. Now, I, I think this is served up on a silver platter for Justin Fields to have success. You might say, well, in Cleveland? Well, this Browns secondary has struggled uh, in the early going, giving up close to nine yards per attempt. And you look at Justin Fields, oh, on a limited sample size, he's leading all qualified quarterbacks and average depth of target. This is a boost for Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney. This is a boost for David Montgomery. And gentlemen, I am licking my chops at what the sports books are going to offer on the ground for a rush yards prop on Mr. Fields. If it's anywhere south of 40, sledgehammer's coming out on the over. It is going to be a wonderful debut for him along the shores of Lake Erie. Well, not to make you reiterate, Peter Gabriel, we don't have the Justin Fields props yet. Anything out there in the final minute with uh, with you here that you're you're busting out the, the sledgehammer on this weekend? Yeah, two bets. One, uh, Saquon Barkley is going to go ham. Uh, I'm taking the over on 61 and a half rush yards and get it right now at DraftKings at minus 115. He is going to be unleashed. Uh, he's had the extended rest. He played on 58 of the 69 snaps the last time out. Uh, I think you know, he's going to go for at least 75 on the ground against a meek and a soft and a deep fried front of the Atlanta Falcons. And Antonio Gibson opened at 58 and a half rushing yards. I immediately jumped on the over on that. Yes, I know the Buffalo Bills get up at just 3.4 yards per carry. Now, this is slid a little bit. It's climbed to 61 and a half. Still like the over. Uh, I think this uh, number should be closer to 70. I know a lot of people are cool on Gibson, uh, but he's had 38 touches the first couple of games. He will be able to run down their throat 70-plus. Bank on it. There you go. Brad Evans busting out the sledgehammer like he always does. Well, enjoy some Peter Gabriel on a Wednesday night, Brad, and have yourself a great weekend. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen. As an Illinois fan, is it basketball season yet? (laughs) (laughs) Kofi Coburn's coming back, so he's excited about that. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It's the Nightcap here on Visa. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Alongside Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback, I'm Tim Murray, live from our Circus Sportsbook studios. As always, just a reminder where you can get us, VEASAN.com, VEASAN app, iHeartRadio app, YouTube TV, uh, Sling TV, Fubo TV, lots of ways you can take us in. So uh, make sure to check out all the different ways you can watch us, listen to us, uh, podcast, VEASAN best bets out there as well. So so many different ways to consume the network. 21 hours of content each and every day. Xfinity as well, uh, for those of you back on the East Coast. Before we uh, jump back into the NFL discussion here, um, Walker Bueller uh, beat up a little bit today. Just three and two-thirds, five runs, seven hits. So uh, showing that he's uh, he is mortal. I don't even look at it when they go to the House of Horrors. Everybody Colorado. pitches back. Pitches bad there, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I ignore it. I toss it out. Colorado scored five in the bottom of the fourth. That game right now uh, in the seventh, and the Rockies leading six to five. The Rockies just, you can never lose when you're playing, the, when you're face, trying to get the Giants, who lead right now three to nothing uh, in the bottom of the third against San Diego, who's all but done. I mean, just, just might as well just. Pick that season to the can for San, San Diego. They're not making the postseason. They have internal issues they're trying to work out. They have other things going on. Uh, and uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. You know, it's not about you, Tim. It's not about you. It's about us. Machado told Tatis. Yeah. Yeah. Not about you, buddy. I didn't realize Tatis was that big either. I mean, he's huge. Yeah, he is a big dude. He's got a collision in that Dodgers yeah. game. Oof. Dodgers are knocking each other out. Yeah. Um, actually, Charlie Blackman's knocking out some Dodgers. That's what he's doing. Um, but the Cardinals won again, 10-2 to the final today. Uh, they roughed up uh, Brett Anderson for the Brewers, giving up six runs. And the Cardinals have now won 11 straight, tying their longest winning streak this century. Only other time was 2001. They're getting hot. And uh, we'll see. Making, uh, I think making some teams sweat there, Sean, mm-hmm. a little bit. All right, let's uh, let's get back to uh, to the NFL. And you know, one thing that we should do is just kind of keep tabs on the awards market, where we stand with those. Um, you know, I had some preseason feels on offensive rookie of the year, and and to be honest, Sean. To this point, no rookie has really gone above and beyond, taking that stranglehold. So you look at these odds right now, courtesy of BetMGM, and it's kind of comparable to what we saw preseason. I would say a couple new names, Eli Mitchell, 20-1, to 1, so he's moved up the board. Uh, Rondale Moore, 25-1, to 1, he's made some electrifying plays there in Arizona. God, I loved Rondale Moore when he was healthy at Purdue. Not often, but he was electrifying when he was. Javante Williams, 35-1, to 1, so he's shifted back a little bit. Davis Mills, because he's now the starter in Houston, just obligatory, has to be on the uh, 
has to be on there. Kyle Pitts, my guy, one of my guys. He needs to catch footballs, so he's dropped down to 20 to 1. Um, when you look at this list right now, kind of like what we did the exercise uh, with the conferences, which we'll finish out a little bit later on in the show. Is there anybody right now that you would like to uh, to take a stab at? No. I'll say this. Kyle Pitts looks like the best player in this class. It's just unfortunately, Arthur Smith, I don't think is what used is to throwing on, the ball man. to the tight end, and Matt Ryan doesn't seem to be capable. But when he does get the ball. He had five catches yeah, last week for 73 special. yards. They should throw the ball to Kyle Pitts like All the, the Raiders throw the ball to Darren Waller. Yes. Yes. He's that good. Having said that, I just don't see the value in Mack and Trevor. One of those guys, in my opinion, is going to win it. Unless what about Justin Fields? Unless Justin, it looks electrifying. But right now, I'd probably leave to Trevor Lawrence. I just think statistically, his numbers are going to be so much better than Mac Jones, mm-hmm. just because of the system that he's in, the fact that he's playing without expectation. Of course, they care about winning, but they're not really worried about winning. If that yeah. makes sense. No, it, for this so, award, it right. doesn't really matter all that much. So, what have you? So let's let's just take a look at Trevor Lawrence so far, because we actually haven't done this with you. Since these games have started. Maybe we did it after the first weeks. Trevor Lawrence, his numbers, he's got a lot of picks, five interceptions, four touchdowns. Aired it out against the Texans, 332, two mm-hmm. picks, or excuse me, three touchdowns, three picks. Then you go up against a Denver defense, and he just has 118 yards and that loss, a touchdown, and, an inter- and two interceptions. So for Trevor Lawrence, you know, who has been pretty much the favorite since the day he got drafted, and then before the start of the season, Mac Jones started to get that uh, love. You know, is this an opportunity now to go in on Trevor Lawrence? Is this the best odds you're ever going to get when you look at playing Arizona this week, at the Bengals, Titans and Dolphins at home? Um, I I understand how bad the Jaguars look, and I hope they continue to struggle because I have under six and a half wins. But I tend to agree with you that and what you said earlier in the show about Justin Fields and what you want Matt Nagy and company to do with him, that's what Urban Meyer and Bevel are doing right now. They're letting him take his lumps. Right. So with that, he's going to have some big games. Mm-hmm. So at plus 550, is Trevor Lawrence someone to take a look at because he's going to be airing it out all throughout the season? If I took... Trevor Lawrence, it'd be because I think he's going to win by default. Well, it doesn't matter. I, mean, I, I know. I'm just Malcolm to... Brogdon, once upon a time, went off, uh, rookie right. of the year in the NBA because there was no one else. Right. And I say that because he's only completing 50% of his passes. Right. He's throwing more interceptions than touchdowns. I just don't know if he ends the year 50-50 touchdowns and interceptions, if he can win, unless they've already decided to give him the award. Mac Jones, for instance... Is completing 74% of his passes, has thrown for more yards. Team is actually 1-1 one and one and been competitive, probably undefeated if Damon Harris doesn't fumble, but he's only thrown one touchdown. So, I mean, it, it's, I guess what I'm trying to say is I think it's still open to be won. But when you look at this list, I mean, Najee Harris in that run game in Pittsburgh looks awful. I and mean, and j- that's why I just want to, you know, so many people were jumping on the Najee Harris train, and we said it all summer long. I love Najee Harris as a player. Their offensive line is terrible. And that is kind of important when you're trying to get things rolling. Um, you know, Jamar Chase, he's catching some balls now, 10-1. to 1. Had a big first week, didn't really do anything in the second yeah. week. I mean, I think this year the offensive rookie of the year market is going to be a roller coaster. Right? Yeah. I mean, so when, and, and, when you look yeah. at this list, I mean, I just, I don't know. And, I mean, and, I would take some flyers. Okay. Elijah Mitchell. You know, every running back in San Francisco is banged up. He's looked the part, even though he has a sore shoulder or something now. But they're going to be a high-profile a high profile team as the season goes along. They're in the playoff hunt. If he's a starting back and the Niners are competing for best record in the NFC, a home field late, he can gain momentum. Same thing with the Rondell Moore. If Arizona is as good as we think they can be and people are double-covering co- double DeAndre Hopkins and he's the guy that's the Chris Godwin of that offense that's always getting matched up, against the third or fourth DB, I mean, he could win it. I mean, I would look at the bottom of this list and try and find value. Because I think the top of it, that one of those guys might win, but it's not going to be because they had a rookie of the year type season, in my opinion. And Mac Jones is the best player, but statistically, they're just not going to put up big numbers in New England this year. I think this is going to be so fascinating when it comes down to how this voting goes. Because normally, it's based on 
just statistics. But Mac Jones is on a playoff contending team. Mm-hmm. That and doesn't he, throw the ball in the red zone. And he is going to complete 70% of his passes. By the way, can we just go back and I don't want, you know, we can't cash anything yet. But remember when we talked about Mac Jones yeah. and the, the over under on interceptions was like 11 and a half? No way he gets that. We're saying, like, what? There's no possible way. So he would get benched before, you know, throwing 12 interceptions this year. I, at plus 350, I'm not playing Mac Jones, but. If he continues to play this way, they get a little bit more trust in him. He's starting to air it out more. But you said this about the Patriots. You just don't see a ton of playmakers out there. Uh, You don't, and they're not built to be individual award recipients this season. They're built to be a blue-collar team that does a whole lot of things the right way a whole lot of the time that gets in the playoffs and is dangerous against anybody they play. But they're not set up to go out and throw for 400 yards a game and four touchdowns. They're just not set up like that. They don't play call like that. They're not an up-tempo offense. They huddle. You know, they take time off the clock. And so I think Mac is going to be deserving of it, but I don't think he's going to have the statistics to actually win it. You know, what's interesting is you switch over to the defensive side of the ball, and who was making plays on Sunday Night Football? Oa, the rookie for the Ravens? Mm-hmm. You can get him at some spots in town at 25 to 1. Wow. And all all it was about him at Penn State was freak athlete, no production. Still doesn't have a sack, but forced that fumble. And it's showing that he's on the field making plays. That could be worth a flyer if you can get 25 to 1 on Oa out of Baltimore. Well, it's not just offensive and defensive rookie of the year, MVP. That one makes a little bit more sense. We'll take a look at that market when we return. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It's the Nightcap here on VSIN. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com. Check the current betting splits data. The new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. Alongside Sean King. Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Super Bowl champ. I am Tim Murray, and MVP in the NFL. I'm curious to look at this list each and every week and to see where it moves. And it's funny because I felt like after week one, everyone was saying, oh, here it is again. You know, (laughs) Russell Wilson's going to do it, and he's finally going to get that MVP. He might. Just two games, but Russell Wilson then... Loses against the Titans. I mean, granted, he's six up, zero down on touchdowns to interceptions. So it's not like he's been a chump. But Patrick Mahomes still the favorite at plus 550. Tom Brady at 750, Sean. He has thrown nine (laughs) touchdowns already. He is on pace, what, nine times... To, I mean, he is on pace right now to potentially challenge his <laughs> touchdown record. The dude is 44. If he's throwing 50 touchdowns for a team that goes 13 and 4, 14 and 3, how do you not give Tom Brady the MVP? How does it happen? There's only one person, in my opinion, who can win the MVP award that's not named Tom Brady. That's Lamar Jackson. He's 14-1, to one, yeah, and it's kind of surprising yeah, that he's that I, low. I think it's a two-horse race. I think it's Lamar Jackson. If he can take Baltimore with all those injuries to where they're one of the top two teams in the AFC, I think he has a chance to win it. Other than that, this is a, a Brady landslide. So plus 750, it's free money to me. Yeah, it, it, it almost feels that way. I mean, you have to worry because we're always trying to figure out you know, the motivation for Tom Brady. He's already won seven championships. Why does he continue to do this? It feels like now, at 44, 
he's just I don't know. The only thing that's I don't want to say he's putting a middle finger to the world, but he's just basically saying, "Yeah, I could still do it. I'm 44. I'm gonna still do what I do, and now I have all these weapons at my disposal, and I'm just gonna throw touchdowns like I did in 2007." I, I think it's slightly right. You said the weapons at the disposal. This is like LeBron when he went to the Miami Heat. Like you knew he was really good in Cleveland, but he really became good when he added Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, those guys. This is by far the most talented offense Brady's ever been on, going back to Little League. Right. Like, and they've pretty much given up on running the football. Like, Bruce Aarons has basically already said in two weeks, okay, we'll do it every now and then to keep him honest, but we know we're not any good at it. So we're just going to let Brady throw it. And it's like, who do you cover? I mean, who do you – Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski looks like he's found the fountain of youth. I mean, he's playing the whole game. He's playing 60-plus snaps. Chris Godwin – Gets matched up against the fourth best corner. I mean, who do you guard? They throw the ball in the red zone. So I don't think the touchdown count is going to go down. I, I, just, I don't see anyone stopping this offense. And I know some people might be thinking, well, are the voters going to vote for Tom Brady? Yes. Absolutely. Because he's 44 years old. And he's doing this. And he's and- on pace to put up numbers where you can't not vote for him. Right. I mean, he's already got nine touchdowns yeah. through. This isn't going to be like a 28-touchdown, six interception. It's going to no. be a 50-plus touchdown season. They're adding a game, too. I mean, he's going to throw for 50-plus touchdowns. If they don't get hurt, like some significant injury on offense, I mean, he's throwing 50-plus touchdowns. So the record, it's held by it's held by Peyton, right? He threw 55 that I, one I year think so. in Denver. So that was 2013. Uh, Brady threw 50 in a season. Manning threw 49. So Manning had it, then Brady broke it, then Manning broke it again. Uh, Mahomes threw 50 in his MVP season in 2018. So the record is 55. Now, I know you get that extra game. Look, Tom and Peyton are playing this whole buddy-buddy game now. Tom wants that record. Absolutely. He wanted that record in 27, uh, 2007. He got it. Mm-hmm. Now, Peyton broke it again. He didn't have the weapons at his disposal in New England ever. Except in 2007 when he had Randy Moss and company, and they went undefeated. And they weren't as talented as this Tampa team. And now, you know, there was a feeling out process. They go ahead and win the Super Bowl. Yeah, barring injury, man, it just feels like Bruce Arians, who everyone loves, right? right. Bruce Arians, it feels <laughs> like to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, it almost feels like he's gone to Tom's like, what do you want to do, big boy? You want to throw it? All right, let's throw it. Let's, let's win some games here. That's what it feels like. And, and it's working. And how do you not vote for it? And, and you might be wondering, well, is there fatigue voting for Tom Brady to win MVP? Drew Brees has won uh, as many. Uh, oh, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Peyton Manning has won as many MVP or more MVPs. He's won, he won five. Uh, Brady's won three. Mm-hmm. The greatest quarterback ever to walk this earth has only won three MVPs. Because his accolades don't come from statistics. They come from championships. Right. Again, it's what's going to plague Mac Jones. Which is kind of that that Joe Montana thing, right? right? He won the championships. Maybe the accolades weren't there yet. Jerry Rice, all that. Peyton Manning has the statistics, has the accolades, but only two titles, which is still really damn impressive. But Tom Brady, you know he wants the accolades. Absolutely. You know he wants the MVP. Brady's showing right now what he could have done if he had Peyton's talent. Yeah. Peyton came into the league with... Marshall Falk, uh, Marvin Harrison. Yep. Then they added Reggie they added Wayne. Added Reggie Wayne, then right. Dallas Clark, replaced Marshall Falk with Edger and James. And then he went to Denver and had all of those weapons, you know, yeah. Marius Thomas and uh, whatnot. So. Brandon Stokely was there. They had a bunch of guys. Like, so this is, in a lot of ways, Tom's coming out here. Even though he's 40 plus years old, he's showing what he can do in a system like Bruce Arians where there are no speedometers put on the offense like they're full go all the way all the way through i.e why brady was still in the game late in the fourth after the atlanta game was well out of hand i'm telling you they're going for records i think so they're too. trying to break the passing touchdown record the passing yardage record they want to go undefeated like they want this to be an iconic year and then i think bruce is going to walk away and they're going to make leftwich or the defensive coordinator uh todd Bowles, todd Bowles head coach man that's a, that's a prediction right yeah, there. Yeah, this, this is what's happening. I think, yeah, I think, do they try to go undefeated? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%.
And this is a big test this week. Yeah, they got the Rams on the road. Well, speaking of the Rams, you got Matthew Stafford. So far, five touchdowns, one pick, 599 yards. He had that big monster performance on Sunday Night Football against the Bears, where he had three touchdowns, no interceptions. He's sitting there at 12 to 1. It feels like already that Matthew Stafford fits this McVay system to a T. So you mentioned you think it's either Tom Brady or Lamar. Mm hmm. What about Matthew Stafford there at 12 to 1? I don't think it's a shot. I think he has a chance to take them to heights they haven't seen recently, but I don't think individually his name has enough power throughout the different regions and areas of this country for him to win NFL MVP. I think it'll be a great story, but Brady is going to have better numbers, in my opinion. Lamar is gonna have is gonna have to have done more because he has less. Right, he has less, and he starts the year on national TV twice. Plays phenomenal against the Raiders, even though the fumbles probably cost him the win. Then comes back and plays even better against the Chiefs, both primetime games. And he'll have the so now. What happens too. is next three four weeks, some of these games aren't as high profile because they're trying to get everybody in the national spotlight. But people remember those big moments. I, mean, I just I just keep going back to Brady. Yeah. If they go sixteen and one, he's winning MVP. Especially if he's putting up these numbers. They can go thirteen and four and he can still win it. If yeah. he's I'm mean, telling you, they can go throw for five thousand and fifty. One final name to throw out there before we hit a break. Derek Carr. No chance. You gonna fade? No, I just I, you, I mean, I, you said yesterday historically I don't think you, you wouldn't would. be surprised if they went on and won right. the AFC. So if they're that good, they're in the playoffs. He's putting up these types of numbers. Is he in the discussion? How does a, how often does a guy from left field win NFL MVP in his first year doing well, it? Lamar Jackson. He came out of nowhere. Well, not really. I mean, yeah. he, but I mean, he it was came his out his first of, year starting. But he, he came out of college. He was a unicorn. It was so with Patrick he was, Mahomes. He was Patrick, such a polarizing guy because Bill Polian said he should play receiver. Right. And you know what I mean? Like there were some things that had put him on the the national conscious. Patrick Mahomes kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, his numbers in September that year were so out of this world. Derek Carr's not there, but... And they were doing things that people hadn't seen in the NFL, which is explosive play after explosive play after explosive play. I just think Tom Brady's going to win MVP. I mean, two weeks in, I... Pull it for Derek Carr, but I don't think he can win it this year. All right, we got the Ryder Cup coming up starting on Friday. Our own Brady Cannon will break down the best plays that you should be looking at when it comes to the Ryder Cup starting on Friday. That's next right here on the Nightcap. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps you hire great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. That's according to Talent Nest. Visit Indeed.com backslash credit. Alongside Super Bowl champ, Sean King. I'm Tim Murray, live from the Circus Sportsbook here in downtown Las Vegas. Kenny White coming up top of the hour. But right now, there is a massive event going to take place in the state of Wisconsin. Yes, it is. This weekend, and it is the Ryder Cup, which is just always a tremendous watch. Team USA against uh, the Europeans. And to break it all down and give you the best way to bet this is our own Brady Cannon, who you can follow on Twitter, at Las Vegas Golfer. And Brady, just in general, when it comes to betting the Ryder Cup, obviously you could bet Team USA or Team Europe. There are matchups. But what is the best way to go about betting the Ryder Cup because it's such a unique uh, uh, event as opposed to your typical, you know, four rounds Thursday through Sunday golf golf event. Yeah, you know, Tim, it, you, you said a couple things. It, it's a massive event, and it's a great watch, and, and that's absolutely right. And I would encourage you guys and, and everybody listening and watching on VSIN to uh, break away from the football for a minute on Saturday and Sunday and flip back and forth because it is a tremendous event. Uh, From a betting standpoint, it's really, really difficult. And my recommendation is actually to tread very, very lightly and, and just maybe throw around some funny money if you want to. But this is certainly not like a regular golf event for me. You mentioned how unique it is, and, and that's part of the beauty of it, too. We get to see guys team up and the camaraderie for both sides, and that's what makes it such a great watch and a great event. But from a betting perspective, it throws so much more randomness and variables into the mix that I would say, you know, really, literally funny money, beer money, we use all those terms. Yeah. I would not get really more aggressive than that because it's super difficult to find an edge here. Um, bet aside, bet the U.S. or the Europeans. Now, that's maybe the most traditional market there is out there, but when you're looking at head to head matchups, you've Rather than, you know, until we get to Sunday, it's two on two. Now, when we do get to Sunday, the singles matches, you may have some stories develop and you can see who's playing well and who's not. Maybe you can, you know, find a couple of good bets before they head into Sunday's singles matches when it's just one on one and you can bet Tony Finau against Tommy Fleetwood or what have you. But when it's two on two, I mean, I equate it to let's, uh, let, you know, let's have a football game and the Cleveland Browns and the 49ers are going to take on the Patriots and the Steelers. <laughs> how do you do that? You know, I mean, how do they mesh together? How do they work with one another? And then you also throw in the fact that, oh, and by the way, in the first match, they're going to do alternate shots. Finau's going to hit one and then Kepka's going to hit one. And then in the afternoon, we're going to play best ball. Whoever has the lowest score. That's, I, I mean, there's just so much. It's, it's really, really difficult to handicap. So I, I, I would stay away from the matchups, certainly for the first couple of days. Uh, maybe take a look at them on Sunday. Um, but I think maybe some of the better markets to take a look at, I mentioned just the side, you know, Europe or U.S. Uh, Europe's about a two-to-one underdog. And, 
And I, I think there's some value on Europe there. Um, the United States, it's kind of the same old story that we see. The United States has all the talent. I mean, you look at their roster. Out of their 12 guys, no one is ranked further down the board than 21st in the world. Uh, I mean, they are absolutely stacked. But Europe, of course, has the experience, uh, the veteran know-how, and seemingly year after year, more desire to win this thing. Since 1985, they've won 11 of 17 Ryder Cups. They've won four out of the last five. And I really do think there is a big advantage for the home team. But again, since 1985, Europe has won four times on U.S. soil. Hey, Brady, as I'm looking at the odds, explain to me, and I'm sure some people are looking at it and wondering as well, what's the difference between the three-way market getting the plus 210 for Europe and to lift the trophy getting the plus 160? Yeah, that's a good question, Sean. And to lift the trophy, um, you, you're kind of getting uh, an entry there, a 1 and a 1A with, with Europe, because if it ends in a tie... Uh, Europe will lift the trophy because they're the defending champion. So if it ends in a tie, they retain the cup and they lift the trophy. So um, Europe obviously would win outright on points or in a tie, they would lift the trophy. But if you're betting that three-way market, then it's Europe basically to win outright on points or the United States, or you can also bet a draw like in a soccer match. And I think the, I think the draw is around 12 to one. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you could try that too. bet, bet Europe, uh, to win it outright at, at, you know, two to one or better. I think it's circuits around plus two forty, Uh, and you can also bet the draw at 12 to one, but, uh, I, I just made a small play on Europe to lift the trophy. That gives you a little bit of a hedge if it does end in a tie as well. Um, and then I bet some, uh, a couple of players to be the top point scorer, for either side. I took Justin Thomas for the United States, who I believe is the favorite. He is at six to one to score the most points for the United States side. And then Colin Morikawa at 10 to one. And then for the European side, I took Rory at six to one and Sergio Garcia at 12 to one. So if any of those guys scores the most points for their team, you're going to cash a ticket. Justin, and you have to look at guys that you figure are going to play all five matches. Uh, you look at somebody for the European side, like Bern Wiesberger, he's probably not going to play a whole lot. He's a rookie in this competition, but you know, a guy like Justin Thomas, he's the one guy on the United States side that really seems to care about this thing and may end up being a Ryder Cup hero when his career is all said and done. Colin Morikawa is a Ryder Cup rookie, but he has gone 4-0 and in his matches in the Walker Cup, which is basically the amateur version of this competition. And we know how good this guy is. You know, he's already won a couple major championships. So I thought uh, a shot at him at 10 to one. And then Rory and Sergio, just absolute European veterans. And, and Sergio has the best record, more points scored than anybody, European or American, in the Ryder Cup. Uh, Sergio's record in the Ryder Cup is 22-12-7. Just absolutely dominant when it gets to the Ryder Cup. Uh, Brad, how common is a tie? I know that's one of the options on the three-way market. Is that something that happens regularly, or is it does not happen that often? Well, there's a reason it's twelve to one, right? right. <laughs> so, no, I mean that that's why I'd kind of rather bet you know Europe to lift the trophy because if it happens to end in a tie, you still cash your ticket, but um, you're not getting quite as good a number on them winning outright. But it kind of gives you two ways to cash that ticket. Um, I, I put it this way, and I'm not a huge soccer better, but I imagine it's easier to hit a draw in soccer than it is in this competition. We're talking once again to Brady Cannon at Las Vegas Golfer on Twitter. Uh, he is, he and Wes Reynolds, uh, two of our great handicappers when it comes to golf. And and I agree, you know, funny money, kind of keep it that way. I was listening to, I think it was Van Pelt talking about the Ryder Cup, and, and he was surprised, kind of like you are, seeing a little value on the Europeans, but... One thing that he mentioned, I'm curious to get your thoughts on it, because I'm just looking at the scores here. Uh, you know, the last time we saw this over in France, it was, it was Europe who won. But the last time the U.S. won at Hazeltine in Minnesota, they won big. Would you look at, is this a situation you hear in football sometimes where you say, this team's either going to cover the spread or lose outright. Do you feel like with the United States, they either run away and dominate this thing? So maybe look at, laying, you know, minus three and a half at the U.S. or Europe wins. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, yeah, no, and I, and I think that's, you know, a very reasonable storyline. If you just look at the, you know, this is kind of the same thing that we see, and I, and I mentioned this at the top. It's all kinds of talent versus experience and desire and camaraderie. You know, Europe has that where they really care about this event. You know, ever since Seve Ballesteros, you know, really inspired this team back in the 80s, you know, they've always kind of taken that chip on their shoulder and the underdog role, and, you know, we're going to show the Americans, and and, and they've ended up dominating this event. And they seem to just care about it more. They seem to support one another more uh, than the Europe, than the American side. The American side, it's almost a bunch of individuals and we have never really seen that gel uh, as a team, and maybe we will this year. But I, but I kind of agree with you, Tim. You know, the talent is either going to play out here and they're going to dominate, or it's going to be a grind and a fight to the finish, and Europe's going to have a real shot. Brady Cannon, follow him on Twitter at Las Vegas Golfer. Hear him all over the network as well. Read his great work, Point Spread Weekly as well. Uh, Brady, before we go, we got like 20 seconds. Are you and Wes, what are you guys doing for uh, for the Ryder Cup? Yeah, we'll have a preview tomorrow night and then also Friday night and Saturday night before each day's following action. One more bet I'll give you that I really liked, Tim. I do like laying about minus 120, the Americans to lead after the first day. All right, there it is. One final bet. Brady Cannon, the best when it comes to breaking down golf at Las Vegas Golfer on Twitter. That's Sean. I'm Tim. Another one of the best, Kenny White, talking college football. Top of the hour. Stick around right here on the Nightcap. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.